You're listening to the Loop Page Podcast, and in this week's episode, I've got Katrina Labar on, and it's all about building connection with your audience, deep connection, via storytelling, or should I say through storytelling? Uh, We'll say through, building connection with your audience through storytelling. All right, here we go. You're listening to the Loop Page Podcast, the number one podcast specifically made for coaches. Get ready for out-of-the-box conversations from the world's leading coaches and experts. We're going to be talking all things business, health, happiness, and just being the most amazing human being that you can. Why? Well, I ask, why not? You see, we're only here once. We've got one life, so let's make this thing count. I believe that we can have it all. All the money, all the love, all the joy, all the success, all the excitement. I'm here for all of it. And if you are too, then come along with me. Let's do this. Thanks for coming on, for starters. What We finally got this podcast together. <laughs> I'm How, so sorry. This, this is like the longest podcast, like as in all the things that happen. And like from yeah. my end as well, right? It's as in, I know what, uh, it all started with threads, didn't it? Didn't I reach out to you yeah. from threads? Are you still using threads? Because I'm, I'm done with threads. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm I was, it. yeah, I was going hard yeah. for maybe like two weeks and then I'm like, yeah. ah. I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> so not using it. I wonder if anyone is, because uh, I haven't even, I haven't even logged in to look at it yet. Um, I am, I thought, I, I never thought it was going to last personally. Yeah. Um, I, um, it was a massive, ma- I mean, and it was exciting going through like the whole hype of it and stuff like that and the amazing growth. But just, um, uh, uh, and I did podcasts on it and everything, but I, I saw what happened with it. And I don't know if you kind of looked into it, experienced yourself, was that the first day, one or two days of it, it was great because you jump on and you got reach. But then what happened was, you know, how they had that automatic yeah. growth thing. So, yeah. you know, you could, you could um, enable that uh, basically any one of your followers on Instagram, if they join threads, they become an automatic follower. So basically what happened was, um, you know, when the big accounts came on, um, they instantly went from zero to, you know, 10,000, 50,000 followers type thing. And um, basically if you had a small account, meaning under a thousand followers, you had zero reach. So I knew that was going to burn everyone. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. 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 Did you notice that your reach like dropped down pretty quickly? Yeah. Well, more, yeah. With all the hype and people joining, I figured it was going to happen either way. So. Yeah. Well, that's but, it. It was just like, you know, the first day or two was grouse. You get heaps of reach, but then it was like next to nothing. And what was happening was because of all big accounts jumped on. Yeah. Um, you know, they do a post or a thread or whatever you call it. And, um, you know, they, because they've got so many followers, they get engagement, tells the algorithm that this is a good thread, shoot it out to everyone. Um, and because there was too many people jumping on it, smaller accounts wouldn't get any reach. So it died very quickly. And I just thought, this ain't going to last. They're going to have to do something with the algorithm, but they're going to lose people too quickly. You know what I mean? To, yeah. Before they make changes. So I didn't even know where it's at, but I guess that, look, you're not using it. I ain't no. using it. <laughs> I'm sure plenty of people fell off. Yeah, yeah, I reckon they would have. But uh, I might even have to log in today to see what's cracking, I know. what's happening over on the thread I don't even know what to do with it. It was fun, but now I'm just like, I'm yeah. going to focus on the other platforms. Yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, it was a massive distraction. But yes. what I used it for is that once I noticed my reach dropped down, what I used it for is collapse. And I found it really good for that because I, you know, if you say, if you, say for example, you jump on Instagram and someone's got a big following and I comment on their stuff. Um, and let's say I want to get a, a guest on my podcast, right? And they're a lot bigger account than me and I'm trying to reach out in the DMs and they just don't check their DMs because they're getting hundreds yeah. of DMs a day, that type of thing. Hard to reach them that way. And if I comment on their stuff on Instagram, then they just don't see it because it's lost in the sea of comments. Yeah. Um, but what I found is because their focus was on threads, I would drop a comment on their thread and I'd say, hey, you know, I'd do a couple of little comments and then I'll be like, you know, talking to them. And I'll be like, hey, I'd love to get you on my podcast, yeah? I've just sent you a DM over on Insta. Go check it out. And I landed like a lot of collabs doing that way. Um, so I thought that was great. And that's where I got you, Katrina, yeah? Like, that's yeah. I reached out to you. Um, and we kind of started ch- chatting and connecting and stuff like that. So I think, I don't even know when Threads came out. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember when it was? I think it was like a month ago. No, way more than a month. Was Surely. it? See, I don't know because I don't I even use it. That. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. But it was exciting. It was exciting to see, like, I was on, like, big names. And I'm like, oh, these people are actually yeah. responding, like Tony Robbins. Like, this is yeah. fun. What, did you get Tony Robbins respond to you? Yeah, in one of his comments. I freaked out a little bit. Sick. Mate, I'd be, like, did you just screenshot it and frame it and put it on your wall? <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just looking at my podcast when I released the threads to see what the date was. What did you say, a month? I think so. I think it was in July, maybe a month and a yeah. half now. Wow. You know what? You're right. Basically two months. Wow. But I thought it was more than that. That seems like a lifetime ago to me. It anyway. does. So the, um, I released it on the 6th of July and that's when it came out. 6th of July. So that's just under wow. two months, right? Um, anyway, I th- well, in my mind, I'm like, Katrina, I've been trying to set this podcast up for six months. It feels it's, like it. <laughs> yeah. It's not an as good story anymore. You know when you tell a story and you add a little bit of, we call it in Australia, GST. We've got this tax. GST? I love that. Have you heard of GST? <laughs> no. It's like a, it's basically 10% tax. They brought it in 20 odd years ago and okay. they, it basically it's like a, 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 any goods or service. That's what GST, goods and service tax, anything, basically anything that you sell. Um, yeah. you add ten percent on, and that goes to the government. Oh, so yeah, um, that I knew. I just didn't know the the phrase you guys used. GST. That's what we say. So when I we tell that. a story, you got to add a bit of GST on there. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so yes. Anyway, Katrina, I've been trying to set up this podcast for six months. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I know you were going away. You're going on holidays. And yes. um, then we organized to do it. And then I stuffed the date up or something and I rescheduled on you. And I think I rescheduled twice. Shame okay, on me. <laughs> Shame on me. And then I think that you, I think you got the dates wrong on something. So this thing's been going on and on. I think this is like our fourth attempt or something like that. It is. So here we are. I love it these ones. I love the when you finally get it. Yeah, definitely it is. Um, so that's, this is a little meta here because I thought I would start off with a story to lead into what we're talking about today, which is stories. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, where are you from, by the way? Toronto. Yeah. Have you lived there your whole life? <sighs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately? Is it's it, a little is it not cold. great there? No, it's, it's okay. It could be better. I was living in Cayman for two years, so I missed that. Yeah. Um, do you, you do, do you do Celsius or Fahrenheit? Uh, Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. So like, what's the temperature in winter in Toronto? Sorry. Wow. Why am I not even aware of this right now? Um, it is 28 right now, I think. So 20, 20 Fahrenheit? No, Celsius. Sorry. Celsius. Celsius. Yeah. I was going to say, that's crazy. No, Celsius. 20 and what? But that's your summer though. Like we're saying the winter. No, 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 but it, today's nice. It's been like today's 21 cool. and it's the hottest yeah. month. Like, it's yeah. been cold. What's like classified as cold for you? Well, it shouldn't be windy. We should not be wearing a jacket in August. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, yeah. It's no, weird weather. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. It's, um, we're, I'm from Melbourne, so we're known as having four seasons in one day. It's very volatile. Um, our winter suck because we get, you know, underneath Australia is Antarctica. So we get the Antarctic winds. And um, I was speaking to someone, one of my neighbours who's from England, which England's got pretty crappy weather. But I, sa- I spoke to her the other day and she's like, oh. And I go, aren't you like used to this l- crappy <laughs> winter weather be- from living in London? She goes, it's a different cold though. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different cold. Melbourne has these disgusting winds. Oh, so wow. anyway, first day of spring for us, Katrina and everybody. Oh, wow. So I'm pumped. Congrats. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Exciting. We got through winter here. Maybe I'll come um, visit then. <laughs> come to Australia. But uh, there's obviously different parts of Australia, right? So, you know, there's parts okay. where it's shorts and T-shirt every yeah. single day of the year. So um, anyway, we ain't here to talk about the seasons. <laughs> Surprise, Katrina, we're talking about the weather and the seasons. That's not the no, part. That's what I got surprised. you on for. <laughs> yeah, so storytelling, right? Um, I'm curious because um, I, I usually, for anyone listening to this, I usually ask the, um, the guests, okay, do you have a particular topic that you like to talk about or do you want me to just throw random questions at you? And Katrina was like, I'd like to talk about storytelling in stories, which is pretty cool, right? Um, so, curious, Katrina, why did you choose that topic, storytelling and stories? Well, not storytelling and stories, storytelling in general, like with your contents, with, it can mm. be in stories as well. It can be every, I think that is such mm. an overused word right now because which, I feel like one, in sorry? Sto- storytelling, storytelling, like it's, yes. it's just overused right now. It's a very common word. I feel like Instagram's gone through phases over the last few years where um, you would just show up when Reels first started, didn't matter what kind of content you're making. And then we pivoted to like, okay, now you got to use your voice. And then that was over with. And now people are like, you need to use your story because it's it's becoming very oversaturated. So the only thing, the only way for you to stand out now is by sharing a story that's unique to you. And so you don't look like everybody else on the platform. So that's something that's like a common thing now with start using your voice, start telling your story that's going to resonate with your ideal clients. So that's why I can yeah. <laughs> mention this because yep. I think it is important. It's the only thing that's going to differ you from 
anybody else is having a powerful brand story. And what got you into, like, why is it that storytelling is close to your heart and a bit of a passion and you've taken an interest into it as opposed to, you know, some people are like, I'm all about sales and the next person like, I'm all about crystals and spirituality and I'm all about, <laughs> you know, that stuff. Like, why is it that storytelling's got your attention? Well, storytelling goes with all of that. It's the best way to, one, build trust, nurture your audience, and then make you sales. There's no way that you can just show up, be the expert, and then people are going to throw the credit card at you. The way to like build trust with your audience is having a powerful story that leaves an emotional connection with your audience so that when they are in need of your services, they're going to think of you because of the story and the way you made them feel over someone else that maybe has more authority in your industry that didn't leave that impact from your story, right? Or from their story because they didn't give you one. Mm. So your story, yeah. and that's, I think, why commercials are so powerful and like a lot of big brands are using it because it's the way you feel after watching it, after hearing it, you remember it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the That's... it's it's the Super Bowl Super Bowl commercials. Like it makes no sense yeah. the Coca Cola commercials, but they're always so impactful. Like, mm. yeah, the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, I mean, if you're from Australia, you probably don't know what the Super Bowl is. Well, you might know, but um, is the Super Bowl like massive is in it not Canada? A thing there? Uh, well, not North America. It, it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, it's. It's not huge in Australia, yeah. Okay, um, so bad example. Yeah. But, I mean, look, there's a majority of listeners are actually from um, America and then there's probably secondary is probably Australia and UK. So, all good, all good. But I don't think, yeah, the Super Bowl is massive in UK and Australia. So, we like our cricket. Okay. Do you know what cricket is? I do know what cricket is. We like our cricket and what else? Australia's got football. We're our own version of football. So it's AFL, we call it, Australian football. Hey, just want to quickly jump in here to tell you about this awesome new training that I've put together. It's called the three steps to get to 10K a month as a coach. Now, if you're a coach and you're currently making under 10K each month and you want to know how you can get there for yourself, how you can be doing 10K months, month after month, then you probably want to check out this really awesome training. I've kept it short, only goes for 14 minutes. You don't even need to opt in, so save your email for another spammer. To watch it, head to www.lukepage.com.au forward slash 10k i'm going to pop that link in the show notes but anyway let's get back to the episode so storytelling okay you said one thing there which is so true that storytelling makes us remember and i think that's such a big thing because you know where where you know you said that you, you mentioned about saturation content we're getting thrown so much content um you know, the average person, I'm just trying to recall the numbers. I'm pretty sure I've got this. Have you heard, have you read the book Hook Point? I haven't. Um, who's the dude? Uh, I follow him. He's got like a million followers. He did this experiment, right? It's this guy who's basically studied um, getting people's attention, right? And then he's like, he's, he's made a company out of it. So he, t- he gets people and um, gets companies and basically builds them content, right? And r- like stuff like the Super Bowl, yeah? So 
say for maybe not Coca-Cola, but I mean, look, you've got to be, have a pretty big company to be running a Super Bowl ad. Yes. But let's just say, not to that level, but maybe one step down. He works with big companies, right? And they will come to him and say they're making a commercial. He will help them map it out. And basically, he's, he's just studied people's attention and what grabs, hooks attention, holds it and converts it. And he said he's going to do an experiment. He goes, I'm going to get a million followers in 30 days. I'm going to show you how to do it. I'm going to start an account at zero and show a, I'm going to show you how, to, how he did it. And he did it. He hit, literally hit wow. a million followers in like 29 days or something like in that. In 29 Just days. Like something like that, yeah. He did it within 30 days, definitely, yeah. And he just followed his principles of getting attention with videos. And the thing is, is that the videos that he posted though, yeah, was that a lot of what he does, you should follow him. I got to, I'll have to message you after this. Yeah, please. Um, you know what? Hold this because people are listening to this probably going, Luke, what's the, you can't tell me who this dude's not. Actually, wait, 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 wait. I've got. We all want to know now. I have got, I have got something that not many people have got at my fingertips. I've got something called Google. His name is so funny. I was going to go run to get my book yet. I've got a, I've got Google in front of me. I can still hear. The, bo- the book's called Hook Point by Brendan Kane. Yeah. Okay. Should follow him. He he'll post like just they're not even his videos. He'll post a video of a video that's gone viral, and then he comments on the end of it. So he'll say, you know, say for example, what can you think of a viral video that you've seen recently? Or not ever? recently, no. It's it's hard to think on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. But like you know you know the um you know the video of the guy drinking. The juice on the skateboard. Remember that yes, one? Yes, yes. That got, that went everywhere, right? That was um, insane. So <laughs> it was insane, and he will he will post a video like that, but then he comments at the end of it and breaks down what's going on and why it went viral and why it got people's attention. It's really cool to follow because it helps you create content because you're like, okay, I get it. I love that do drinking the juice, but. A lot of the time we don't break it down as to why it was so popular. So he does that. Um, anyway, let's get back on the story, Talon. <laughs> Katrina, you're going to have to like keep me because I, I, I go down rabbit holes and then I just take things the other direction. I'm, you have to say, Luke, no, I'm, I'm the blindest. It. It's all relevant. I'm talking about story. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all relevant. No, it's all relevant. Um, yeah, so you're saying that storytelling is um, – it's, it's memorable. And what I was getting at was that there's just so much content. That's why I was telling that story, right? He was saying that the average person sees bef- between four to 10,000 bits of content every day. Four to 10,000. And when I say four to 10,000, that's through every type of device that could be as some sort of giving you a message. Call, a text message, yeah. an email, a billboard, scrolling social media. 4,000 to 10,000 that we're all getting every single day, which is so crazy. Um, And then if, you know, you or I or anyone else posts a uh, a bloody old reel on uh, Instagram or a story, man, we've got to somehow stand out in that four to 10,000, which is nuts, yeah? So the fact that you said about storytelling helps us stand out and kind of be remembered, I, I think that's like a really important thing. Can we go through like um, 
you know, someone's probably listening to this going, okay, sweet, I'm getting it, storytelling, I need to do more of it. But then what have I got to do? How do I actually do it? What's like simple kind of steps? What's my first type of story? How can I, do I have a framework, that type of thing? So can we explore things like that so the listener can take something away? And let's make it a goal that someone has to post a story within 24 hours. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And when I say story, as in like, as in a story in your story, yeah. So we're talking a about story Instagram in your stories. story, or on your reel, a story in your story, <laughs> or a reel. I mean, can we do it? We can do it in anything, right? Can't we? Yeah. I mean, it's more powerful doing it on your content because yeah, you know that you want it to be your brand, like you want it to be what you're known for. So I don't just mean yeah. like story, like something that happened to you today. I want it to be like your brand story. Like why did you start your business? What led you to where you are today? So the more authentic you are with your journey of like what obstacles did you overcome? Where, where were you before? Like, what were you doing in your career? Who are you now? Um, and then getting your audience involved. You always want to create your story where it's not just just your story you have to put your ideal clients like your dream clients and create that story around them so that they can put themselves in your shoes so that they can resonate with it and see themselves and it's it's selling really the after part of what's the transformation what's the purpose of your story and the transformation that you're trying to help someone to achieve and really selling it with your story as well to show them what's possible for your ideal client so, mm. you're, for instance, um, to give you an example, do you know Gary V? I do. Do you know his story? Everybody should know his story if you know Basically. Valorous. <laughs> Valorous, yeah? Yeah, because he... Talks about it all the time. All yeah. the time. That is his, what he's known for. Wine library, immigrant parents. Like, he had a hard life. He helped them out. And then consistently making YouTube videos is how he got Vandermedia. So his story is ingrained in my brain because he's consistently talking about it. So that's the power of having a strong st- like storytelling is to consistently talk about it so you become memorable in someone's mind. Right. Okay. That's a good one right there. Consistently talk. So we can talk about, we can tell a story more than once. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. I, I recommend it. <laughs> mm. Wow. You know what? I Because... Um, I wasn't even thinking of that when I'm like, okay, well, we're going to tell our next bit of content. We're going to tell some some sort of story, um, but repeating it over and over. So, would you say there's particular stories that we should keep on? Say, for example, the you know, kind of like the origin story type thing that Gary talks about, where he came from. Um, you know, struggle town came from not much at all, and the reason why he's doing that is to relate to people which a lot of his audience are in a similar position because, hey, he's this massive um, multi-multi-millionaire up here. And is it that he's trying to connect because obviously people listen to him, not many are actually where he's at or anywhere close to that. So is that what he's doing there? He's like telling that story to get the attention, go, hey, man, I I get what it's like. I was where you are right now. Yeah, he's inspiring people to take action to show them that if he can do it and these were his Mm. circumstances, 
then you don't have any excuse. You can do it as well. Mm. He's more That's of a motive. So again, it depends on what you do, who you are, what your goals are, who you're trying to speak to. Like yeah. really just inspiring someone to take action with what you offer and how your story relates to your business and why you're doing it. So I feel like we all become a coach or something because we figured out how to overcome that obstacle. And now we're teaching someone else how to do it as well. So what's your story? What was your struggle with that? How can someone, how can you inspire someone to take action with your story and then show them mm. where they could be by you being in, in like playing in the shoes, <laughs> you know, being yeah, in yeah, the shoes yeah. of where they want to be. Um, so like, what's your story? My story, my story is that oh, it's not a Gary Vee story, that's for sure. But um, bloody, I, I, I wish. <laughs> why can't we all have Gary Vee story? Right? Bloody hell! <laughs> yeah, you know, I didn't come from immigrant parents and stuff like that. <laughs> Damn it! No, not as not as good. But mine is that I like procrastinated my business for years. I don't have a sweet story, but procrastinated my business mm. for years didn't have did not have the confidence to show up on camera and it took me a lot of personal growth stepping out of my comfort zone to get me to where I am like five years of trying to be here Mm. so now I love like my yeah I have to work on my story a little bit but Mm. um just inspiring people your business for four years now yeah I've been building Um, it for almost 10 (laughs) So you've had, what do you mean by that? So you've had it for four, but you've been building it for 10. What's that mean? Uh, I've been building it behind the scenes, not having the courage to show up to actually start putting it out there until I got the push of the pandemic to fully run with it. I was terrified to show up on camera. Yeah. So how did you get through it? I mean, that's, isn't that your story though? If you're like, I reckon that's, that's huge. If you, because I, when you said that you've had to be just four, but you've been building it for 10. I'm like, what do you mean? But shit. So, okay. So you're petrified to show up on camera, which that is so common. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I relate to you. I went through the, the camera stuff as well. Yeah. The camera, um, the imposter syndrome, not feeling like you know yeah. enough. Mm. Yeah. So building it for 10 years of hiring business coaches, taking courses, building up the structure, just not doing it because I felt like I need to know more. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you, what was the thing that finally got you to start showing up on camera? I'm getting fed up with my excuses and then losing my job during the pandemic. And I was like, Mm. this is literally the only opportunity that I now have. So if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. Wow. It's full on. Um, So it was, that was it. The, it was almost like you'd been thinking about it kind of trying to make it happen but just not really stepping into it and it got to the point where you lost your job things were pretty crap in your life possibly when it comes to all that stuff and it's just like man you know i'm done with this (laughs) yeah done with this yeah i think we need that sometimes yeah i think we need the we need the crap to get us to take action absolutely Um, yeah and and that's what I love sharing now too is the like to my clients like don't wait until it's perfect the messy action of like 
taking that action is where you learn the most. Failing, mm-hmm. the obstacles. Like I've learned more in the last four years than I have in 10 because I've been in the messy action. So there's never a right moment to start. You just got to jump in mm-hmm. and do it. Yeah. Yeah, that is so true. Um, okay. So I'm thinking uh, an idea came to me is why don't we do like a cut, like a maybe a few ideas, few ideas for stories because it's kind of like, okay, we know that we need to start talking more about stories. Um, the you know We use the example of Gary Vee and if you don't know who Gary Vee is or you don't follow him, one thing he always does is he constantly, t- he puts out so much content but he yeah. constantly talks about his, uh, where he came from, which, you know, he's, I don't know what he's worth. Last time I looked, he's, 500 mil or something like that right um but he came from nothing you know he grew up around russia a place called belarus which is you know if you're living in australia if you're living in america you're living in the uk um we are very fortunate um to live the life and have everything that we have because over there it's a different life right um and i did did the parents like almost like they were escaping is that what they did like because it was so bad yeah. I think so. It's just like, isn't it? So I don't know if you've had any connection to that, but I've just had, in Australia, we are ridiculously fortunate, ridiculously. Yeah. And I would say out of one of the highest countries in the world when it comes to what we have here, um, you know, I could just, if I wanted to, just quit and they'll get paid by the government. No props. Yeah. Wow. So I don't even need to have a job. <laughs> I can sit at home and we get paid by the government. Like it's just, it's stupid what we have in Australia, yeah? And there are some countries in the world that have that, but a lot don't. But I have zero connection to this fleeing, having to flee to another country because it's so bad there. So I just, I just can't relate to it, yeah? Um, but obviously his story is that, hey, he's living an amazing life now, but he's come from really challenging times and really, really challenging places. Um, okay, so the origin story is a really good one to say, okay, where have you been? Where are you now? Why did you start your business? Why did you become a coach? Yeah. Um, tell us about your past and your, your crappy stuff that you, you're going through and your challenges and stuff like that. Don't just do it once. You've got to do it over and over and over. And the reason for that, Katrina, is why? Because the message is in the mess. <laughs> Messages in the mess. So the mess is the thing that really builds the connection. Yes, because it's mm. what is relatable. It's what yep. someone is, your ideal client is going through at that moment. So you're speaking to them. Yeah, gotcha. All right, so origin story is a great one. Is there any other particular stories where you're like, that's a good one to tell? Um, well... It could be, so we can do stories on Instagram stories, or we can also talk about, I give you another example of like a product brand for anyone that has a product business. Um, You can look up Spanx. She's a perfect example of like how she created her products. And it's different, completely different than Gary Vee, where she was having, sorry for the males that have to listen to this, but she's having trouble with undergarment issues with her pants. She cut the pantyhose and that's how Spanx was created. So that is a memorable story for a product base. Um, Yeah. So then also in stories, it doesn't just need to be your story. Um, If you're trying to sell an offer, let's say, 
bring the audience along on your journey of creating it. So you really want to like prime your audience with the storytelling of building that offer, maybe getting them involved in it, ask it, like letting them know why you're creating it, what's the purpose, what's going to be involved in it, and what would make it better by asking for their feedback. So that's another way that you can storytell with your content and your stories by getting your audience involved, priming them before you even launch something. And when you say priming them, um, what do you mean by that exactly? So priming is like warming them up to let them know that mm-hmm. something is coming. Basically yeah. like getting them excited for something by making them feel like they're involved in the creation of it. Mm, so like storytelling can be where it's like, hey, I'm telling a story right now and my story lasts for two minutes. But then are we, what are you saying that is that stories can last over the course of a week or a couple of months? depending on how you're releasing each bit of information or each bit of the story. So is that what you're getting at? Yes. So with launching a product, it can be a little, it can be like a few weeks, a month before, just let like bringing them along the journey of talking about it consistently, sharing. Yeah. And sharing it, but yeah, Mm -hmm. making them feel it. So it doesn't need to be something that's consistently done. If this is like your main offer, then yeah, I think it's really important. If this is the only thing you sell, your story should be shared consistently in your product. Um, sorry, in your yeah. content. All right. So story around, um, like offer. Cool. Can you think of another one? Right, let's go for like top three. Top so like three. That, of another thing, a story yeah. to tell. Yeah, some sort of story. I think like if we can focus on three, the old the old lucky number three. You know, everyone wants their stuff in threes. When we That's sell, right. we go, hey, I got three <laughs> tips, three steps to becoming happy. <laughs> Here are oh, three right. steps. If we said two, people were like, nah, can't trust it. But if we said three, we're like, okay, I'm watching this thing. <laughs> oh, Try to give another example of it. Oh my goodness. Mm. Origin. You're catching me off guard here. <laughs> this is what Try we to... do on the Loop Page podcast. <laughs> we catch people off guard. Surprise. I mean, look, I, I, I probably should have. I mean, the thing is, is that I, I didn't, I didn't plan anything here. I'm just like, whatever I question comes to me in the moment, I'm just like, bang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of other podcasts will actually go, hey, here's the question. I'm going to ask you, here's the question. Yes. Yeah. That's I, okay. I, I don't do that. I'm here for the so winning it. <laughs> makes it hard for the guests sometimes. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so we've got our origin story. Bang. Okay. First thing is your goal is to talk about your origin story and you can just whatever you want you can do a reel you can do a, a story itself an ig story or a facebook story talking about where you came from where you started your problems your big challenges and um your transformation right and everyone's going to be different you know you might be a brand in you know this the audience of coaches here katrina so you know you might be a brand new coach who've just started and probably if that's the case um you're going to be, there's probably not going to be a huge gap from 
your big dark days to actually where you're at now. That's generally what happens with a lot of coaches. They go through a big dark days and they go, you know what? I'm going to get out of this. And then they realize through getting out through the process, they have all this massive growth. And like, man, I've got to do this for other people just like me. Yeah. Um, so there might not be a huge gap between those big dark days, which is completely cool. It's all good. doesn't mean you have to wait. You can still share that. Um, but if you've been, been doing it longer, there's probably going to be a bigger gap between the darker days to kind of where you're at right now. Um, and the thing is, is that, you know, the dark days and the challenges and all that stuff never ends anyway. We're like talking about Gary V, like he still has never bad ends. shit and goes through, never ends. No. Never ends. Man, I've had like the last two weeks, even before this Katrina, I was like, I was like, like I don't really get um, stressed a whole lot. I've been stressed the last two weeks. My life is intensely, like for me, my, my, my standards and what I'm used to, intensely busy at the moment. And I'm being stretched because I'm not used to the how much I'm, I've got on at the moment. And my body's dealing with it, if that makes sense. Um, my enough. body's dealing with this <laughs> extra amount of all the stuff that I'm taking yeah. on. Um, and I've definitely had times where I'm like, oh, man, I'm stressed at the moment. And I don't normally get that way. So um, challenges, man, they don't go away. They people. don't go away. <laughs> Sometimes they, they get worse. But that's Sometimes just evolving your story. <laughs> Yeah, stories is getting thicker and thicker. <laughs> this this book. All right, so we got our origin story. We have got our story around our offer. So if we sum up the offer thing, whatever that offer that you're selling, it doesn't matter what it is. You might have one offer, you might have ten, you might be launching a, a, a workshop, but take people, take your audience along the journey with you. So as opposed, to, let's just say you're, you're launching a workshop. Don't just go, hey, surprise, I'm launching a workshop. Here's what it's called. Here's who it's, who it's for. This is what it does. It's on this date. Let us know when you're getting the idea. Yeah, when the when the idea comes in, you mind. hey, quick story. Um, just thought, got this idea popped in my mind. I'm sitting here. I'm at McDonald's, Mickey D's, we call it in Australia. Just sitting here at Mickey D's, and this <laughs> idea just popped in my mind, possibly running a workshop about this. What's your thoughts on it? I don't know if I'm going to run it yet. What's your thoughts? And it's like literally everything. Okay, you know what? You know, I'm going to do this workshop. Yeah, I'm thinking around this day, you know, right now and show what you're doing. I think that's a really good um, suggestion there, Katrina. Have you thought of the third one? Has anything come well, to mind? Well, we can touch on when you are selling the product, when you have launched it, because this is actually yeah. a mistake a lot of people make because the first thing yeah. that people go to is here's the features, here are the details of the offer. No one cares about that. They can be the same mm. as everyone else's. So mm. there's, again, like storytelling of really showing what people will walk away with after joining the workshop, after mm. doing the course, after coaching with you, like really selling the transformation rather than mm. sharing only features and the details because it doesn't really matter. That's not going to sell mm. your offer. So if you're stuck in sales, maybe you need to work on your messaging and your story. Mm. Nice one. So it's like I've actually got my product and I'm selling it now. I'm talking about it. Okay, yeah, look, we can chat about that 
you're going to get a coaching call once a week and that type of thing and, you know, you get all these resources and all this stuff. We can, we can chat about that. But it's like telling the story of what it's going to be like when they're using the program, when they're going through it and then when they've actually got through it yeah. and got what they wanted, how they're going to be feeling. Um, what's their life going to be like? What are they now seeing in the world? That's a good one. All right. Well, that's our top three. So if we're going to start with stories, people, we need to up our story game. (laughs) That's it. We've taken a stand here. Katrina has basically brought it to our attention that we're going to up our story game. And the reason why is because going back to Brendan Kane's little stat, four to 10,000 messages you're getting, the average person's getting every single day. Um, So if you don't do something with the way that you communicate, like seriously, you're just going to blend in like everyone else. Your voice won't be heard. Yeah. You won't be seen. You will be forgotten. (laughs) You will be forgotten. So storytelling. Tell your story and tell it over and over. The biggest thing I got out of this, Katrina, definitely is the repetition of story. I'm guilty of that. I definitely don't do it enough. Kind of like, I do it once and I'm like, now oh, that story's gone. Can't, t- can't tell that again. I'm like, I'm, I'm yeah. so much on, I've got to do something new. I've got to do something new. I've got to do something new. And then I, I, I sometimes get a little bit like, oh, I've already done that. I've already spoken about that. Yeah. Um, but the funny thing is, is that, you know, I, I, especially now, last couple of weeks, just to help with workload, I've been, um, we've just been repeating reposting old content people don't fucking know no nobody has any idea well because only 10 percent of your followers see it anyways so that's Mm. 10 percent that have only heard your story and but then they forgot about it so they need to see it at least eight times maybe to remember it's Mm. the same thing as selling when we're launching something we're barfing at like we're consistently talking about it so why not do us the same with our story yeah, I had a I had a bit of a realization the other day, right? Now you're you're a business coach as well. So you would have a very similar thing to me. <clears throat> so the old stat with business success, 95%, 96% thereabouts fail when it comes to business, right? Yeah. Um and uh every now and then when I'm launching a, a new offer, we've got all these kind of like lead lists and um Whenever we're launching an offer, we go through these leads lists and we check out. So this is just people who have downloaded some of our stuff or gone to a workshop of ours or, you know, inter- indicated that they're interested in working with us. So we've got all these lead lists and um, we're launching a new offer at the moment and we're going through a lead list from maybe almost two years ago, not even two years ago. And we went through and uh, we had a look at all the profiles of the coaches in there, right? And there was, there was about 330 people in this list, particular list. And it was like 290 of them were gone. No way. Yeah. So that's like, and I've done this oh. multiple times over the last few years. So the, 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 the stats didn't surprise me. I knew that was going to be the case. The realization that I had, Katrina, was that these people were followers of mine. Yeah. They followed me. But 80% of them were gone, closed their business. They're still following me though. 
So what I had a realization because you talked about, you mentioned about followers here. So many people don't see your content, only 10%. I'm like, whoa, I didn't realize this. Out of my following, say we'll take Instagram, which is about yeah. 5,000. There's probably, because most of them, you know, I help coaches and not all of them are coaches, but let's just say out of the 5,000, 70% of them are coaches. Out of that 70%, so what's that? It's about 350, okay? So 3,500 of my audience are actual my target market. 80% of them are probably not even there. And I'm like, whoa. Whoa. Oh, wow. We've got to remove the ghost. Remove the ghosties. (laughs) So, how's this? How's this? I've actually only got 700 followers. That's, yeah. It's still a lot of people. It's still a lot of people. But I didn't, I'd never put those two and two together. I knew that, um, I knew every single year that business, so many business owners and coaches give up. Knew that, already knew that. Knew the numbers were literally, if I look back two years, 80% of them, between 70 and 80% are going to be gone. Knew that. I never thought about my own following. And that was like, oh, that's like a kind of a big wake yeah. up. Um, and then I look at, okay, how's my engagement to that amount of people? And I'm like, your engagement all of a sudden looks a lot better. Um, so yeah. that would be the same for you. It would be the same for probably a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people. So anyway, it's kind of a little <laughs> kind of behind the scenes story there. Everybody. Hey, I hope you're enjoying today's episode so far. Make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date because we release a new podcast every single week. And if you're getting value out of this, then share it. Share it with the world. Share it with someone that you know that would also benefit from it. And hey, tag us over on Instagram at Luke underscore page and we'll give you a shout out for the support. Thank you so much. Let's get back into this. Is there anything that we've missed? Or do you think we're like, okay, we've hit the main points here? Anything that you want to mention or you think we've missed? I think the main thing is just to figure out truly like what your story is that can leave an impactful, like memorable impression on somebody, on your ideal audience to really figure that out. How do we, is there, how do we figure it out? Like if say some, for example, is listening and like, okay, cool. I haven't even thought about this. What, what do we do to figure out our story? So it's effective as well, because we've all got stories, right? But um, some people are just so good at telling stories and then some of us suck. So it's like, how do we pull it apart? What's like the steps with that? It's a great question. (laughs) I think the important thing is to really, I mean, I'm not the expert at this. I think there's people that Mm. I would say, go find someone that can help you craft your perfect story together. But the important part Mm. is to have a beginning, a middle and an end, some kind of climax that like what draws you in when listening to a story, leaving somebody Mm. anticipating for it to, the end like what's the climax of your story so it's yeah it's really figuring i I would say find somebody if you have to if your brand is like you or your brand figure out how to create a powerful story brand story for yourself and deep dive into it so it's like go back to the start where and you know you're a coach 
what was the thing in your life and it might, you know, if you're, let's just say you're 20 or 30 or 40 years old or 50, it might not be a thing that happened when, let's just say you're 30. It might not be a thing that happened five years ago. It might be a thing that happened when you were five years, right? So think about yeah. what is that key moment. And if you're a coach, you know this shit, yeah? We all know it. We all know these big points in our life, right? So go back and think about what was the big turning point for you. And then it's like, sweet, what was that? Cool. Think of the story around it. And then, then look at it in regards to what was the thing that finally made you be, to become a coach, um, and then build it from there. Yeah, we have our, you know, probably something that's happened in our childhood, probably something before we started our coaching business to go. You know what? I'm going to be getting out of this, out of this pain myself. Yeah, I'm going to start helping other people do it, and then, um, you know, talk about the transformation that you've had and. The thing is, is that if you're like, I haven't even had a transformation. Yes, you bloody have. If you're, if you're running a coaching business, fuck, you've had a transformation. Exactly. Yeah. Because most so, of the time you're talking to somebody yeah. that is one step behind you, that's looking to be where you are. Mm. Yeah. Awesome, Katrina. Now, anyone who wants to check you out and follow you, where can they do that? Uh, you can head to my Instagram page or TikTok at Katrina Labar. Katrina Labar. Katrina, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, if you're loving this, if you love Katrina, go reach out to her. Send her a DM. Yeah, send her a DM and just say, hey, thanks. You know, I loved how you spoke about this or I got this from it. Go connect her. Connect with her. She's a friendly person. And, share um, your story with me. <laughs> share your story. Oh, do it. That's, or or <laughs> do put it. it in your story on Instagram yeah. and tag me because I want to see it. Do it. Tag Katrina. That's that's your homework. That's your homework. (laughs) All right. Class dismiss, everyone. Thanks, Katrina. (laughs) Hey there. I hope you loved today's episode. If you did, I would really appreciate if you could leave us a review on the platform that you're listening to this on right now. You see, your help and support allows us to spread this podcast across the world, and we can't do it without you. Apart from that, make sure you're following us over on Instagram at Luke underscore page.